So going live, you're live. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Biscotti Conversations. Another magnificent video, another beautiful day. And my guest today is Benjamin Berry. Hello there, how are you doing? I'm magnificent. Thank you ever so much for joining me. We are sporting log today. We were going to go for something a bit darker, but there's uh there was a, a distinct absence of anything fair price <laughs> within the shop. So, uh, yeah, anyway, thank you ever so much for coming. No worries. Uh, ben is a uh, very, very accomplished musician, uh, multi-talented instrumentalist, and a uh, live streamer of um, CSGO. Uh, CSGO, VGO gambling, whatever, basically. Oh, cool, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm just trying to get the link to the, to the thing to my uh, to my friend here. He's, just... he's also spreading out uh, over. numerous feelers for... Um, um marketing purposes <laughs> basically yeah oh that's live now there we go and i can copy that paste it magnificent bada bing bada boom put that out there there we are wonderful i can put my phone away now yeah dude awesome there fantastic oh thank you finally so much for making it onto the podcast it's I mean, taken a, it's taken a while it's just a travel honestly uh, yeah absolutely the bad part you know based uh based reasonably quite about half, half hour's train right away, isn't it? Yeah, so. with with walking, which is through Chichester, is, is yeah. Interesting. From one end of Chichester to the other can be a uh, quite quite the challenge. It gives you a good old sweat, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's a gnarly environment. <laughs> like it's weird, especially when you're out there and it's like twenty degrees and you got your uh, you got uh, like I've got a vest top on, a t shirt. Yeah, Stony here, and I've it's, got a leather jacket as well. It's All of muggy. that it just builds it up. It's really muggy weather. It's a bowl, isn't it, Chichester? Even though, um, yeah. like, because it's even though it's meant to be, you've got the South Downs, and mm. then you've got like numerous other kind of like reasonably tall structures or things that occupy, well, or kind of like create your environment, really, yeah. don't they? Well, they create that horrible. Kind of, once once you get heat, you're not losing it. Like mm. in Chichester, that's the that's the horrible thing about it. Yeah. So we've got a. A few people just uh, people coming, turning in, you know, turning <laughs> in, turning into the house. Um, uh, yeah, with, uh, other, they may be featured hey, in the back background. Up, awesome. How you doing, my yeah. dude? Oh, welcome in, welcome in. Oh wow, that's the guy from uh, that's the guy from my side. <laughs> oh, fantastic. How you doing, my dude? What's up, Martin? Uh, <laughs> right What's up, on, Martin? Dude. dude. I love the internet. This is like the coolest thing. <laughs> the social media. I love get doing out it. I love it. This is so much fun. Oh, this is, is never-ending amounts of fun on this one. I mean, good, good lord. Oh. Uh, yeah, so we've uh, we've come basically directly from the studio, from from the from the practice area, yeah, yeah from, from rehearsal space. Yeah, yeah, we're finally ready to get something down. I mean, like we don't really like uh, mixing. What you're chatting about? Basically, anything and everything. Basically, yeah. just whatever comes to comes to mind. Rambling. If you've got a any questions, to ask us, <laughs> fire away. If you've got any questions, we'll we'll I, discuss it. You know, I may answer. I may not answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll probably answer. You know me. If it's a good, yeah, yeah. You know me. You've seen my streams before. You know what I do. What you are drinking? I am drinking San Miguel. That is what I've got in here. Uh, Heineken. I got my Heine. So, we're going to go for ale. But it costs way too much. Like it's it's much easier to get a four pack of lager than it is to get two bottles of ale. Isn't yeah, it? well, Princess yeah. here wanted to get uh, bottles only and didn't want Princess? to put out. Yeah, didn't it's want to pull her drink <laughs> ale out of a can, out of a bottle, than out of a can. Only because you don't like nicer. the widget. Only because you don't like the widget. Though. It's the bottom bit of the can. That's what it I is. I tell you what we did in first year. And we got uh, the the widgets that you get from the inside of ale cans, oh, and yeah. we turned them into a um, a beer pong game, which we called Pambo. Yeah. And you basically just get different plastic cups and sellotape them oh, in or from put his country. them around the world. Pardon? Heineken's from his country. Is it? Yeah, he's saying that's that's sick. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good, isn't it? They're probably brewed here, but I mean Heineken's 
um, like it's definitely a Dutch beer, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, like the, the hometown brewery is in Amsterdam. Well, the thing is, the, the, the community that I'm in with what I what I used to do with my streaming, many of them are actually Dutch. Like most of the people are Dutch. Get out! Of like there's there's, really? a, there's a big show. I I think he's from. I think he's Dutch. Okay. Um, there's a big streamer in my community called Prodigy. Prodigy DDK is a massive streamer in my in the community that I'm in. I'm, I believe he's Dutch as well. You believe? Um, I believe he is. Uh, he's Danish. There you go. Oh, he's okay. Danish. <laughs> but a lot of the, right a, lot, a lot of people in the community are Scandinavian. Wonderfully, wonderfully active user. Fantastic stuff. Right on. Welcome to Biscotti Conversations, dude. Three, yeah. three. Welcome. Like the most amount of like people I've like had on a live stream. I've actually I've had about eight, I think, before. Maybe on one night, when, maybe I, used, seven, when I used I to do my gambling stuff, though. I could break like 50, 60 viewers. Really? But that was when I actually had money to be able to use. And I, what brings in the viewers is, is giveaways. Right? Oh, okay. That's what brings in the viewers. Martin can testify to that. You yeah. know, when you do get when you do gambling streams, you gotta do a giveaway. You know, because yeah. otherwise people just aren't gonna tune into your stream. Like if you don't, if you do a stream without giveaways, no one's really gonna tune in. That's the problem with my community. I'm in. You know, yeah. Is that there's a lot? There's a lot of giveaway hunters within them. Like within the VGO and the viral community, there's a lot of giveaway hunters. They make up a good proportion of the viewership on most people's channels. I mean, there are a lot of people who tune in well, the to the person themselves in- for the yeah. entertainment, but a lot of them are saying, when's the next giveaway? When's giveaway? When's giveaway rolling? And it can really get under your skin. Well, you the, next, the best things in life are free, I suppose. And a lot of people like hunt for that that free aspect on it, really. Yeah, I suppose, virus and irons, yeah. A lot of Dutch people in the community, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. No um, <laughs> what, um, what what are we going to talk about today? Come on. Well, uh, well what, what, should, what should we start on? Because I think we've we've touched on the, like the video stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, I, I like uh, leaning around all the different communities. I like trying to get as um like extra like uh, like ex- extroverted almost as like removed from the conversation. Like, yeah. Almost. I like to get like as back as crazy and as different and as gnarly <laughs> with somebody. Like yeah. I like I like uh like when people like get comfortable like when they fall into the real them like when you. <laughs> When you, oh, exactly no. like that. when you get like comfortable, like when you when you Jesus. get comfortable and you can you can talk about absolutely anything and everything, and especially if you want to talk about nothing, if you're able mm. of talk talking about what the I concept of nothingness is, yeah, because it's a well, very... we've known each other a long time anyway, so exactly we know we just talk of... about absolute crap for an hour. Yeah, it won't make of... any sense. Yeah, somehow we managed to talk for an hour. Ben and I met through a colleague a friend of an acquaintance of mine called lewis who bore a striking resemblance to ben uh <laughs> we're when like we twins met. Uh, yeah they were like twins. brothers yeah so we used to take the mick out of both of them and ben used to work at a local shop up the road and um we'd uh, that would be our our place of our place of purchase for all snacks and you'd come stores get everything and, from that shop oh uh, yeah exactly and uh, and he'd be behind the behind the counter and then one party at uni he turned up in and i was like what who, who well, oh yeah i recognize you from somewhere yeah. and then and then he'd be like oh you're the guy from the shop you're lewis's brother yeah and then all of a sudden it turned out that you were also doing a degree as well and mm. like you uh and then well i wasn't just there for the bit Oh yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, you just kind of like steadily came, kept coming to more and more like social occasions and yeah, whatnot. and it was brilliant. And we just yeah. we kind of gelled. And then we were, I was like, oh dude, I, I, I think I, when when you moved into that big house as well, I only lived like five minutes down the road, didn't I? Yeah, so it was really easy for me to come to any parties you had. So all I had to do was just walk five minutes down the road, and I was at your house. 
Oh, dude, you know, yeah. And so the house parties party. there were incredible, weren't they? They were really good. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, we, we tried hard, mate. We did. You had we a bouncy castle one time. We, we did it properly. We got um, we got every time we set up a party, we do. You have a we have a we had we had a, what we call a board or a committee. So mm. there's a board of about four, five, maybe six to eight people. With Upton, with with Upton Road, we got about between four to eight people on the organizing committee of it. Mm. And then you assess the space that you're working in, uh, that you have to fill with fun objects and different rooms yeah. for things for people to go in and to spend time in and with each other and to bond over games and drinking and uh, or not drinking sometimes as well. You I mean you have rooms for that, or if you have a room for like people that like things a little like the party to go a little bit heavier mm. as well, you have to you have to cater to every form of uh, a group or social person, group or yeah, person that's going to turn up to it, which is a really difficult and challenging thing to do. But yeah. main, um, but yeah, like so we like immediately we had somebody on the board that was like, yeah, I can get us a bouncy castle, and yeah. then me and me and Jack were like, oh, fantastic, right? So we'll go and get booze then. We'll source mm. all the booze, and then. Uh, we had the other guy like uh, Dave, who's going to be coming on for our Christmas special on yeah. the podcast as well. Fucking shout out to Dave, who does end up watching. Oh, well, yeah, motherfucker, I love it, dude. We're both from the UK. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah you, United Kingdom, born and bred. A uh, uh, big amalgamation of interesting very, genetics. I don't know if you can tell from the accents. Very British. Yeah, big, big genetic soup. Like <laughs> kind of going on there, a little bit of North Moroccan, uh, but mostly like sort of Anglo-Saxon. Uh, British tougher. Oh, that's a, that's a whole that's a whole ball game. My real big. Oh, yo, dudes, dudes. Oh, keep that off well, this podcast. We're, we're all confused. Boo. We're all confused. <laughs> <laughs> we're all confused about Brexit. Basically, we're just going to disconnect the internet and float off into the Atlantic. That's what uh, we're going to do. I, I'm, I'm a bit like Wiley Coyote with the whole political. Uh, stance at the moment where I just I, just holding I, up that placard saying oh shit yeah like <laughs> I, I pull the blind down on the train like I just let it happen like I'm just like let the water flow you're one of those people and that I pulls... hold my breath for as long as possible and I like try and help anybody you're one of those people that holds the blind down but every so often you peek out of it like that I'm like, not, oh, like what's going on is it still going oh no I'm gonna no, hide dude, back again no 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 I keep the blind down I pull myself a bit I sit down and I just keep working on whatever it is that I love and mm. adore and I like just think like right well this is the best thing that I can do to try and benefit or give more back to humanity yeah i'm like right that's like the best i can do so i just think like, right, there we go that's me done that is my contribution mm. and and i didn't take away from my contribution by trying to meddle in somebody else's contribution yeah. which would be like which would like how i like to almost see political stuff sometimes mm. where i go like right you've got to be if, if you want to go political you've got to be really into it you can't yeah. like go half-assed and i would be going half-assed if i tried to do something mm. with it so as a result i'm like i just I'm leaving that for older me to deal with, and I know that's probably right. a, maybe a, quite a, maybe an irresponsible thing. Well, the, the thing, thing is, we're we're still young enough to be able to make a change in the in the lives that we have in the future. You know, yeah, absolutely. we're still young enough to be able to lead. You know, any sort of change that should happen because at the moment we're being governed by old bastards who have no idea what is actually right for the younger yeah. generation. You know, absolutely. and it is really us as the, and you know the generations after us. You know, Generation Platypus, Generation Z. You know, we're, 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 we're yeah, there's Generation Platypus. <laughs> what like, the fuck is generation? Yeah, there's Generation Platypus. Like you've got like, the generation what before. The, is generation the generation before us was baby boomers, right? Okay. We are the millennials. After us is yeah. Generation Z, and after them is Generation Platypus. Is this a legit? Thing? This is, is a this legit something thing. that you've that you. This is a legit thing. <laughs> I've never heard of Generation Platypus. No, this is platypus. a legit thing. Okay, can, um, explain to me Generation Platypus. I'll do it later, no... Oh, no worries, Martin. No problem at all. 
What, or is he, is he just put, what? Yeah, he'll tune it back in later, maybe. Ciao, ciao, baby. Ciao, baby. Okay, yeah. right. Explain, we got, we got five. Gen- we got five. explain Generation Platypus to me because right. I have no fucking Generation clue what Platypus is. is like the people who are really young now. Like you're looking at just, just in the middle of primary school, you know, coming into, you know, secondary school level, right? So my little brother, he's, he's 18, right? He's Generation Z. Okay. Okay. He's generation. C. He's eighteen or nearly eighteen. He's going to be eighteen at the end, uh, the beginning of next month. But he is Generation Z, right? And any kids sort of five years or like below him and then back is Generation Platypus, and that's what they refer him to. I don't know why they chose the word platypus. I was going to say, why is it platypus? That's my main question. I like, I have it, no idea. That's an awesome little animal. Like that's one of my favorite animals. Well, they're like otters with duck beaks. Yeah, do they, <laughs> they, 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 they fulfill so many functions beautifully. Like they have, like they've got fur. They lay eggs. They've got a poison gland. Like they, that yeah. is a dope little animal. <laughs> that is so cool. And they like the fact that they're like they they they're in England. Like they're, they're like oh, native yeah. to so many like just of course it'd be like. Like it does sound like quite like a posh English animal to do. Like, have you ever seen the platypus? <laughs> the platypus. <laughs> Are you aware of the platypus? <laughs> have you seen the platypus in this natural environment? And here we see the platypus in its native environment, cleanly and serenely guiding its way up the river towards better areas. Shouting at you today. Sorry. Just decided what Lenny should be shouting at you today. That's why I'm seriously freezing. Oh, dude! Wait, is that Tom? Tomo. Tom. 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 Tom, Tom, is is that you? Are you? Uh, did you turn it to a live stream? Oh, good lord! Wait, I need confirmation, baby. I need confirmation. <laughs> you got to put confirmation in there that it is you. <laughs> he may be in the He's middle. He's gone silent now. Radio yeah, silence yeah, is, it, might, it might not be him. It might not be. It might it's be pretenders of the crown. But that is Tom. Uh, if that is Tom, that is my. I, I was speaking to him. Uh, you know, I mean, you're a big Motorhead fan, like I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I'm, I, yeah, I listen. I don't listen to him quite so much now. Yeah. But you know, I, I played, I played, uh, I played Motorhead for my ensembles assessment. Did you do for Ace my, of Spades? For my dis- yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, nice. With with Marta, we did Ace of Spades. I only mentioned that actually. Yeah. But within the, uh, you know, this the middle beer. part. <laughs> I know. <laughs> beer does it? We chose the wrong booze. You're right. Large. You should have gone ale. You should have gone ale. Should have gone, gone ale. I took oh, this well. and I docked my cat teaser. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's me, darling. There you go. Hey, confirmation. Tom, confirmation. Uh, if you're looking at the comment section now, there is a gentleman in there that is going to be appearing on a, an episode within, hopefully before the end of the year. I'd like to get you on. I'd like to get you on, dude. But uh, yeah, I, know, I might need a riff. Yeah, I'm on, probably going to need a Absolutely. Um, I tell you, what, you go you go first. Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah, so so Tom and I were discussing Motorhead recently, and mm. if you look down the list of Lemmy's songs, the way that he's phrased each one of them, yeah, what he's done is he's named them the main choral or choral verse of oh, yeah. what he's going to be shouting at you. Yeah, so you just read it and you go like, right, what do I feel like Lemmy like? Or what do I want Lemmy to shout at me? And you just go like, right, oh, I want I fancy like four minutes of him shouting the word overkill at me, and he's going overkill, overkill, overkill. Yeah, can you? Imagine- and he does like other words as well, but I'm saying that is the brunt of what he's going to be saying. Like, is, killed can- by death. Killed by death. The thing is, can you imagine Motorhead going like going like, going like PG? Uh, if Motorhead went PG, all you're going to get is Lemmy Channel, you cheesecake, yeah, cheesecake. They kind of are, though. They kind you know. of almost are PG. They, they're, um, I mean, I suppose they're definitely, I know where you're coming from, though, because I mean, yeah. they're definitely like the rock and roll vibe morale. Like, can you imagine that it's sitting in is that not if, built for a PG 13 like, audience? Can, can at you all. imagine if Lemmy, God bless his soul, was still alive? Oh. He could just 
like shout you know oh you could God. commission him shout to just to make to videos to randomly shout whatever you want him to shout that'd be pretty good actually yeah i'd love to it's do like that. he could shout just random words you know <laughs> or like somebody's got a soundboard of every like, procrastinating otter you know <laughs> duck build platypus yeah just platypus get, generation you can imagine he could just be built to just shout anything at you you know. Dude, sorry, my mind's reeling about like the idea <laughs> of that. Like that you'd have like Lemmy's full vocal display at your disposal would be like just the he make he he would have made like thousands of that, just commissioning people to pay him to do a video just for him to shout <laughs> something random into a camera right. and send it to you. Hi, okay, Mr. Kilminster, we have uh, we have a list of words that we can't find you saying. <laughs> do you mind filling in the gaps, please? <laughs> and he just has to go like. Venezuela. <laughs> you can imagine it, can you? It'd be quite funny. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, you can imagine him doing that. Absolutely. But yeah, we did. We did. Um, we did Ace of Spades for our ensembles assessment oh. in in uni, and Double you know, dollar. in the middle bit where it's got the uh, the solo bit. And don't forget the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's got the solo bit, and yeah, the drums absolutely. are just doing the same thing. Yeah. I end up putting a double pedal in it. So just going bada 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 while keeping the speed up as well. You know, yeah, I'm having absolutely. the feet in there, just keeping that speed. Well, Filthy Animal Taylor you know. would be so proud of you for doing that because most of their like most of their riffs are all based around that double pedal practice. And yeah. I think that I personally think as well that um Filthy Taylor, because he himself does does say that he is one of the people that helps to give a lot of rock and roll and metal the double pedal. Yeah, he is one of the people that has, to, you know, spread that message. You know, that heavy, just like, yeah, especially heavy in vibe. especially in Overkill. I mean, Overkill is the greatest, greatest, greatest example of that because they, you know, they one day went into the studio and he was just practicing the double pedal. Yeah, and then Lemmy comes in, grabs the Rick and back of four thousand and three, and then just goes like. Or like four thousand one, I can't remember. Depending on which model he's fancying that day, yeah, you know, and just go like, yeah. The thing is, Lemmy always played in chords, didn't he? He always played the bass in chords. So cool! I'd love to be able to play like that. That's like one of the like. You're more of a slap bass, though, aren't you? You're more of a slap bass than the chord bass. Slap walking. Yeah, I love my um. How would you could describe it? Like, can you do galloping? On base, yeah, absolutely. I've been, I've been doing nothing but like in like like in the trooper when they do the gallop when they do a doom, 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 yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. the galloping, yeah, of course. Like I've, I always I used to do that with um because obviously I've got my bass as well. <laughs> oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, um, I I play bass and I'm 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 okay, but Ben is like. But Ben's like classically taught bass. Like he is classically like absolutely is... like yeah, but you know what I, I I I was taught so bass on a one-to-one level. If I don't know where I'm going and what I'm doing, that this is the guy that I would like message uh, F off a clock. I, I would wake him up to ask him, you know, like, well, I studied well, like where am I, doing? I studied I doing? seven years like, in music, how, you know. How do you, how do you get from this point, you know, up to here? Like that's another good one as well. Is that well, that's all about music theory. You're great. Yeah, I know, but then this is where I fall short is because I'm not somebody who's devoted a lot of my time to music theory, but mm. the mu practical application of music is something that I've done my entire life. Your practical application is is already on point. It's just your theory that would need working on absolutely yeah. you know and yeah. where i oh, where i kind, had to study the theory of to it have somebody like you uh, to to give me any form of praise like that is massive me and i thank you by the way well you, you get praise for what for what you do good you know and yeah. you're, you're you are a really good basis you can do stuff on bass that i can't do like i'm not a slap bassist at all like i can't do slap at all but i think the reason for that is because i have a six string bass 
You know, yeah. it's very hard to do slap to do slap on on the E string when you've already got a a top B. Yeah, that is already in the way. You but can't you, do it exactly. But you so like that's your... I do all my walking stuff. But yeah. I I learn the theory behind it, the structure behind it and learning how to get from one place to another. Yeah, and learning whereabouts on the board it actually is. Yeah, and that's why I'm I can play guitar as well, and it's much easier to go from that's playing so cool. drums to playing guitar than it is to going from bass to playing guitar because your audience understand the rhythm of things. Yeah, but it's much easier for you to pick up as well. I find. Because mm. I started drumming first. I've been drumming since I was 12 years old, you mm. know, and I'm 27 now. So 15 years worth of drumming experience I've already got behind me. Yeah. And as a left-handed You're drummer... You're a fantastic drummer, I, by I've, I've, <laughs> I've played drums right-handed, you know, and I've had to play open-handed to do it. Like, I've had wow. to play this way. So rather than I play usually that way, I'd play this way and play it open-handed. But even then, I'd still keep up the same sort of rhythm. Even though I'm using the wrong foot for the bass pedal... Yeah. I'm still managing to keep it up. I've played guitar upside down. You know, I've yeah, played a bass. Do. I've played a bass upside down in college. In college, I um, that was when I actually first took up bass guitar because I started my music degree in college. Because uh, I did a year in sport first of all, but that didn't go well for me. After ten my SEL, that was it. I was out of sport, so I went in and I did a first diploma in music down at um, Southdowns College, and we didn't have any bassists in our group whatsoever in our entire group there was no basis whatsoever yeah. so they said can someone pick up the bass is someone willing to learn bass and i put my hand up and i said yeah yeah i'll learn bass and they gave me a bass guitar and i i took hold of it is that right handed turned yeah it was right handed <laughs> i turned it the other way around <laughs> and i performed a gig on an upside down bass no way that christmas my mum brought me a bass a left-handed bass and i used that ever since oh dude that is so rad that so is, I, cool. I did a i did a full gig i think i even did a bill withers song on an upside down bass. <laughs> oh, we were talking to see. Yeah, we were seeing Bill Withers earlier, aren't we? I did a full, bill, I did a full Bill Withers song on bass upside down. Wow. You know, uh, it, actually, I think it was a lovely day. No. I did that up. Oh I did God. that upside down. I'm burping a lot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> In the fucking recording session today, and I burped into the mic. Uh, and I just lost my shit. Yeah. We were some recording earlier in oh. the studio and we had um uh, quite a well it was a reasonably quite a flatulent uh display <laughs> today <laughs> truly in the studio to, to describe it from anything less uh, yeah they, um yeah you're yeah you are you are uh, to 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 me from what i would see as a musician in terms of the amount of different instruments that a human being can touch mm. though you 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 truly are a, a polymath almost virtuoso in terms of instruments because you can <laughs> I, I can just hurl something at you and you're like oh, i'm not too sure how that that like and on the rare occasion that you've never heard it before i i can show you the video or you could you'll find the video on your phone mm. and you will just know you know how like you can extrapolate the notes that build up the song as well whereas i can i can play that one bit that i listen to and i'm like i'm good on that bit and then i try and then I, it's up to me in the next five minutes i have to try and pull out the rest of what i think is going to comprise what makes up that bit and what makes yeah. up that bit and what makes up that bit but you go you you go like, oh, right, yeah, yeah. And then later on, they're going to go into that bit and then that bit. Oh, I see where they're going. Oh, I see where they're going. And then within 10 minutes, you have the whole song down. And bar solos and outros, you, you've literally got the entire 
skeletal work of a very complicated piece of music down and that is that is so cool to me that you, is something you've got to be able to strip down a song to its absolute basics that's you know? a real piece of my my soul the, the, i love watching you do that the that problem is, really is cool. where i'm so used to critiquing music as well and listening for different parts i can't really enjoy music anymore you know, my enjoyment for music has really decreased over time I because exactly I've got, I got so about. used to, exactly you know, critiquing the music and looking at different parts of it and splitting it into different parts and getting it to this to a skeletal base. Yes. You know, and then learning it for upwards from there, you kind of lose your enjoyment for it after a while because you can't then go to a gig no. and enjoy that gig. No, you know, because the time. you then you and, start critiquing what's happening. See, unless you are seeing one of your gods, unless you're seeing somebody that you're like, wow, this is my hero. Like the, oh, that's he, the only that's the only I, time though I, where I, I go see, there and I go, wow. I went to see Blackberry Smoke a few few years ago. Oh yeah, look at them. Right. Yeah, I went to see Blackberry <laughs> Smoke a few years ago I and I couldn't help too. but critique some of the things that they were doing. You know, I just can't go to a gig in because my, my brain automatically goes into critique mode, goes into skeletal mode, kind of breaking the song down, <laughs> listen to certain parts. Yeah. You know, that's what my brain goes to. Absolutely. And so I can't enjoy a gig anymore. I'm going to go see Firefinger Death Punch in January along yeah, with Megadeth probably, and Bad Wolves. Yeah, but you're going to enjoy some of the I'm going that, to enjoy though, it. Because... The thing is, we're not in a, we're not in a standing area. We have we only managed to get his seat for seating. <sighs> Like right up in the fucking rafters. Yeah, you know, which can be can be a little bit limiting sometimes. And it's not easy to enjoy music in a, to in a seat in because you need to express. If you're crazy like you and I are, if you're mad on music and you're you get so into the moment, you forget where you are, you forget like what's happening and what the you're, you're like. The, it's like when you're listening to a very good piece of music and you adore. Or music more than anything. You, it's like being in a casino. It's like being in how a casino is built. There's no clocks on the wall. You don't know where the time is. Ten minutes goes past. You're like, ah, oh, one song. Wow, they never. Whilst that song, you isolate the drum patterns in your head because you're like, what are they doing on that this time? Oh, they've got some lovely filler going on in there. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, sick. Off, oh, you're rebounding off the basses there. Shit, what's the bassist doing? And you go into the bassist and you're like, oh, that. That's really nice. Let's see what they're doing. Going up to the, wait, are they going to go high end on that? But yes, they are. I love that. They're going to get back down again. And then you go, okay, right. Let's see what the melody's doing. Let's go guitar. And then we'll finish on singer because you normally finish on singer because that's where the, it tops. It's like the it's like a che cheese on top of a really good piece of like a bolognese with pasta. Mm. It's, uh, you know, uh, you've got this guitarist that's just wailing off. Like I'm just saying like classic when you're at one is analyzed a classic four-piece band or rock and roll band like for example chili peppers that's where that's where my brain goes through and i love doing that and mm. zeppelin's another one i've been going through list listening to loads of old 70s uh, live uh, zeppelin recently records and just listening to the their 72 76 76 maybe live set on it's available on youtube soundcloud and uh, so many other things is that famous one of them doing Immigrant Song Live. Mm -hmm. There is this force of nature that the that Led Zeppelin are that is absolutely untouchable. It is incredible. There is a certain... And it's all of them. That's yeah. the reason why it's so good. Yeah. Uh, you heard that story about the um, about the, the contest that was held on the radio. Oh, of course, yeah, 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 exactly. It's it's, it's like that. It's it, I hear that every time. I hear the contest every hit time. I feel my love for the first time I ever heard them every time. Really but sorry. That, 
go for it, Duke. Go for it, baby. Thank you. Save me. Oh, nice little. I've been doing a bit of sewing. I've been doing a bit of sewing this week. I just found it in your bed. I'm sorry. It was bugging me. It's quite right. You know what I mean? But little details. Like, I notice little things. When you're talking, I'm noticing little things. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. I've been I've been rambling quite a bit. But I just want to end it with saying, though, that it is... John Paul Jones is... So you know, if you're not not recognizing him already, uh, then you should be because he is, he is he is uh, almost beyond his virtuoso in his ability to add to Pete to their music, and mm. he he adds all the little gorgeous details that make Zeppelin songs what they are in terms of the you know the the little badges in the night that evolve and turn into the sweet mysteries of daydreams <laughs> and all of that stuff that Robert Plant goes off on that it makes or everything he does sound the sweeter. Yeah, the art of being a true good rhythm section is trying to make everybody else look good. It's not, not just yourself. And then by that calculation, you make yourself look good. Yeah. And that's like, you know, that's the, that's for me is the antithesis of, of where that comes from. Mm -hmm. But like, anyway, what, you know, what would you, what would your, uh, like, you know, if you had to probably make a super group, you know, what would you say for like going, let's, you know, start with dr drummer and bassist, Save favorite drummer, favorite bassist. What would oh, you go God. for? Oh God. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Yeah. Uh... On the spot right now. <laughs> <laughs> on on the spot right now, I have to say. So, what what are you listening to at the moment? So, this couldn't be all time right now in the heat of the moment. What would you say you'd go like right rhythm section? Drums, yeah. Buddy Rich, buddy, all the way, oh, all yes. the way, Buddy oh, Rich on drums. Buddy Rich is the shit. <laughs> Excuse me, Buddy Rich so on good. drums all the way. Oh, he, he's just he's just in, he, he was incredible. <laughs> he can make do like like ten different sounds out of a snare. <laughs> he was incredible as as a drummer. God bless his soul. You know oh. he was he was just a wonderful drummer. And I don't think there's going to be anyone of his like ever again. Just the way he it was it was like the drums and him were one. You know the drumsticks were a part of his body. You know and he used them as part of his body. And it was just incredible watching what he did. You know, and it's like he still gives me goosebumps sometimes when I see him doing like solo stuff, you know, because it's just so good yeah. for what he does. Have you seen him and is it Joe Jones? I think uh, well? I don't no, know. No, 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 not Joe Jones. Uh, like, I think it's Buddy Rich and Joe Jones. There's like some famous footage of any online. Um, You've got to check it out. I'll, I'll, I'll link it to you later. I've, I think bass. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I can't remember who it is now. I can't remember which one it is. But bass, it's from, um, he, he played on the Asia album from Steely Dan in oh, 1977. Oh I think it's Chuck Rainey. Chuck Rainey. It's either Chuck Rainey or Steve Gatt. But what, it's one of those two. I can't remember who it was now, but that person on bass. Like, if you listen to the Asia album from 77, oh my word. Yeah. Like, I, di I did that as part of my bass assessment as well. I did Peg. Uh, and Josie as part of my um, bass assessment. Josie, I think I know, but Peg, I'm not too a fan. You you have to look. I have to listen to the but album. Yeah, that was just top of the range. You know the way he it worked the bass lines is just like it. It's nothing to him. Yeah. Nothing at all. You know he makes it work so well, and it's just so rhythmically enticing that you can't help but bop, like bop around Absolutely. to it. Even if you just isolate the bass yeah. and not hear anything else, you still find yourself, you know, your head's doing that and your head's, your head's just bopping around. That's and that's it. what you want to have. Absolutely. You want a... somebody that can hypnotize musicians. Yes. Like, that's the... Yeah. You want that hypnotizing factor in it, you know, and 
especially if you do music like you do and well, like you know like I do almost <laughs> like you, mm. you you want because because a lot of the time a lot of the magic magic goes yeah. a lot of the magic can disappear sometimes because you know that you've seen the wizard behind the curtain so many times yeah but listening to somebody manipulate certain things in certain ways is such a unique glorious and special thing to you mm. The, that is what makes music, and that's why you can you'll live so many years and do the, the biggest age old argument me and Will have is Led Zeppelin over who? Oh, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin. I know he's going to say the who. <laughs> I, I, I think I think I'm actually going to side with him on this one. You bastard! How I'm going to say the who? Dare you? How dare you? Led Zeppelin Choose... are legends in their own right, but the who. You know, they defined an era. Okay. Led right. Zeppelin were amazing. All and right. don't 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 get me wrong on that. Roast Led Zeppelin me, no, no, were no, great. Roast me on the who. Big up the who. Right. Let's let's hear the who. Okay, let's let's hear let's hear you know John, uh, John Paul Jones versus Thunderfingers versus you know, like and then John Bonham versus Keith Moon and uh Pete Townsend versus Jimmy Page, which isn't even close to like being a competition because Jimmy Page is like the only person that's even close to Jimi Hendrix. And like and then and then finally, of course, the obligatory Daltrey versus the man, the myth, the legend, Robert Plant. Robert Robert Plant is was said by uh, a lady, I can't remember her Gertrude something, but he he is the only person who, by a lady who is almost practically genial level, she's fantastic. Uh, she wrote a book in the uh, 60s, 70s called The Female Eunuch, mm -hmm. and uh, she described Robert Plant as a living god. <gasps> it's almost enough to make you expand all of your bodily yes. functions he, he's, like, he's like yes there you go yeah he said yes i agree with you tomo i agree with you yeah yeah exactly. you to who? yeah so when you look uh, when you look at defining characters in the 80s you know and you look at defining characters of that generation 70s, 70s 80s you look at the defining characters and bands of that era Led Zeppelin and The Who are like pioneers of yeah. that generation. But when you look at sort of British influence of what the bands had on the British scene, The Who hold that majority. No, I look disagree. At, look at The Who's, disagree, look disagree, at the who's disagree, badge. Disagree, disagree. Look at the logo for The Who. You see it everywhere. You see it on the mods everywhere. Their logo is much why? more known you know than Led Zeppelin. Because they took it straight from the Union Jack. That's the only reason why. What a red, white, and blue. Through yeah. Rock and roll groups, people that w would pretend would yeah, but it also not looks to be affiliated. Like, yeah, it also that, looks like a target. People that pan the cameras off, the people that are behind the drums, the people that prefer to rock and roll, stay in the shadows and can give two flying fucks whether or not they get recognized or not. Well, the logo on stage, is based more on a target. Wasn't it? Those people are Zep fans. Those are the ones that, because that's where you get the edifice of, of having people that are dragging up heavy metal into the world. Do you even know how Led Zeppelin got their name? Yeah, going down like a Led Zeppelin. They were like mm. looking at something to do. Yeah, and it was um, uh, man, Peter Grant, I do believe, who mm. was their first, if not second, manager uh, before they went on. Before they moved on to uh, Jerry Weintraub in the uh, late eighties. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, but yeah, Peter Grant though used to carry a putter with him, 
and he was a humongous bloke and um uh would uh, uh, he had he he refused to be paid in anything other than cash mm. as well for all of their gigs um but yeah you know no, i'm 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 well i'm i'm well aware of the, the history of the history of zep <laughs> <laughs> and i've seen plant live as well Hey, hey, calm it. You forgot Clapton. Page's third and guitarist after Hendrix is after Clapton. Yeah, but I'd still put Clapton third best ever. <laughs> I have the microphone now, Tom. <laughs> so, why don't you do it? I just need to get something for the. Uh, oh, really? He's gram. taking a selfie in the middle of a podcast. Gram, you know, something for the gram. You know what I mean? That was, that, was a, that was a selfie. I do apologize for the uh, silence for those of you listening on the radio waves <laughs> or those of you on SoundCloud. Thank you very much for tuning in, by the way. Um, so I was gonna... Yeah, I came up with this like load of uh, well. random brands that didn't exist, like um, Big Jugs was like one of the brands yeah. and it was genuinely just um, it, was, it was like the idea for this marketing firm and all they do is Make um, so you know what um what oh god what what do you call it um what do you what do, what do, what do you call it when when women put glitter on their vaginas oh a vajazzle vajazzle yeah it's like that but it's for boobs like and I thought of like this name what? for the firm but it's like in a book like that I like part of like a page of notes that I made like a, a while back but yeah I thought what if you had a marketing firm that was just completely devoted to jazzing up breasts like that's all they did. Like they were completely wholeheartedly devoted to, but like, like, yeah, yeah. Isn't that why you have nipple tassels? Yeah, but, but um, yeah, okay. So imagine, <laughs> imagine the the guy Spinning around that with invented nipple tassels, nipple yeah. tassels in like the 1890s or whenever the nipple tassel was first. Oh, it was around like 1700s. Yeah, probably. It's, it's, yeah, I'm talking up my ass. It's probably like even 16. I mean, like how old? Uh, all right, right. The age-old question is here. Is how long have people appreciated breasts? Go figure. Exactly. Like, like, you know, like... <laughs> we, we've always appreciated breasts. Exactly. It's, always, it's been around ever since, like, it's, earliest it's... the humanity can be around. Exactly. And this is a lot of my argument as well for people saying, like, like, oh, wow, it's the first time human beings have ever done that. Rubbish. We've so done it. Like, how how long have we been around as a species? And the reason why people, nobody before that has... Oh, History is only recorded by the winners. Uh, yeah, but... history is recorded by those who win, not by those who lose. Absolutely, and that's why you... because they're all dead. You know? <laughs> we kill so by the winners. <laughs> all, the all the history that we know is all dictated by what the winners have said. Yeah. You know, so you look at the War of the Roses, for example. You know, you didn't hear anything from from the other side, did you? Because you had what was it, Lancaster versus um Lancaster, Lancaster, Yorkshire, Lancaster, Yorkshire. Yeah, right. Because you had the Lancaster Rose. But exactly, but they are both the same family, though. They are technically both branches of the Plantagenets. But then you never really heard anything from the losing side. All you heard was the stuff from the winning side. Yeah, that's different. You know? I don't know. I, I know where you're coming from. I'm, I think, and, it, and again, um, I you think look, you look at the conversation we had earlier about Richard III. Yeah, I, I was just about to move on to that. You yeah, know. Um, I think that's probably a better example because you've got things like uh, with Richard III, you've got... Um, when 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 Richard the third, I think it may have been Bosworth. I may be wrong, but when he was defeated, um, though at that battle, uh, mm. that was a lot of the last that you heard from, apart from the 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 obligatory cleanup job, mm. which a lot of um, historical writers do, especially around mid uh, well late, late medieval times, mm. is when they uh, record anything. 
is that it's normally kept up to um and then their sister did, and then they normally describe what happened to the last of their relatives yeah as opposed to what actually happened to their power you know whereas you know because people just assume oh it passed on to them or it passed on to them you know these mm. people still that lose this power and then give up the give up and create a vacuum create a power vacuum mm. they still have a lot of interesting things that we don't know where those are trickled down into mm. you know where did all of that en end up you know so just going back to the booze thing yeah. it says magic it says majestic melons majestic melons that's a pretty good idea oh yeah no i'm totally on board with that majestic melons majestic uh, melons uh top shop titties would probably be one of mine <laughs> or um oh majestic melons are a really hard one to be um S and M, uh, not M and S. Oh, boutique brassicas. <laughs> These aren't just nipple tassels. These are S and M nipple tassels. Ooh. M and S could really go M into that. M and S and S could really go into that. They just change it around and say, "These, These are aren't not... just, just any just nipple tassels. These are S and M nipple tassels. These are not just breasts. These are M and S breasts, which Pretty have much. been mixed together through thousands of years of genetics to create." But then again, the average age of people shopping at M and S is about sixty. So. Yeah, they totally appreciate <laughs> that, then. And I'm, like... I'm not into that saggy boob nature. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then that's in a whole other market for them. Is is um, is if they're doing majestic melons, and um, then they just you know that's that's them entering a whole new customer segment. Is the aged segment? You know, maybe you could do some uh, decoration on the swing. You know, on the or on the, the older on generation the... have more sex than the younger generation on the pendulous. Oh, you never know. You no, they never do. They can't know. get pregnant, can they? Yeah, they're, gonna, but... they're gonna bonk like no man's business. You look at old people's homes, yeah, they think, always bonk. I think, yeah, how do you know? Have you worked in one? I've had friends who worked in them, yeah, you've friends that worked in them, so yeah. And like... they say old people bonk a lot more than the young people do, yeah. That's probably like young people have more partners, whereas the people in old people's homes will bonk just the same people all the time. Some statistics on this, you can find a <laughs> Statistics online, like you, can, you can find online. the statistics. Yeah, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you can definitely find the old people bunk a lot more than young people do. I, I, because there's no there's no risk of them being pregnant. You know, yeah, they may need a, a pill or two. There's, there's still no risk there. There's no risk involved. I suppose so, but I mean, like, you'd you'd have to have like, I mean. If you're a woman, you'd have to like sort of recall. Old, your... old people are a lot more frisky than young people are. You know, they're a lot more. When, I don't want to I... be old. I don't want to be old. What? What? You just want to snuff it before you get there, mate? But the moment I lose the use of my legs, that's it. Take me out for behind the bicycle and shoot me. Yeah. You know, put a, put a shotgun <laughs> to my head and put two barrels in me. You know, I don't want to grow old. Got it planned. If I can't walk anywhere, if I can't use use the use of my legs, I don't I don't live anymore. I I, I will personally. But kill then you. again, I will I will beat I'll get death a, I'll get a, I'll get a granny scooter, and just run people over with I'll that. Shank you with a drumstick. I'll be like, no. I said, actually probably a bit more appropriate if I lose the use of my arms. Yeah. Right. Then take me out back and just shoot me. Right. Because say, if, if I got, can't like, do no anything, legs you can still. If I do can't do anything for stuff. myself. Yeah. I don't want to live anymore. Simple as that. Yeah. I want to be able to self-sustain myself. If I can't do that and I need a carer, I don't want to live on this planet anymore. This, this is very this, take me out back. This is a very gnarly form of conversation. Is 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 what is, is the what if? Excuse me. I'm I'm also. I don't think anyone in our age range actually wants to get old. 
We live in a nostalgic yeah, generation. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, I, I would also argue that as well for most other generations as well. Though. I mean, like fantastic. What's that? Fantastic fun bags. <laughs> oh, that's why Switzerland is a, is a thing now. Yeah, assisted living, assisted. Well, death basically. Oh yeah, euthanasia. Um, euthanasia. Well, um, I, I would also argue commit as well, not living. I, I would like to put a th um, another point down, which is not just the, the, the you either have to grow old or, and become boring and get less used to using yourself, or you just have to die young. There is actually a third path, which is one whereby you just moderate your levels of fun in certain circumstances and areas, so as by one does not cripple oneself. And that's just making sure that you don't have a bit too many drinks. You don't have the... You don't have that right. Well, then I'm, I'm fucked. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, you're not. Put it in that way. I'm fucked. You're really not because you haven't reached a point yet. You haven't. You've. You've not reached the point. Mate, of no my knee, my knees are shot. My back is shot. I already suffer with mental health conditions. Yeah, I'm completely shot out of it already. But, I'm 27, man. Yeah, but you are also capable of walking to co-op without complaining about your knees. You're also capable of walking to places. That's because you get used to the pain, rooms, like without like complaining about well, you it. get used to the pain yeah but then that you know. won't change that won't necessarily get worse it's not gonna and change. if it does you'll find another way of dealing with it oh, yeah. have you seen have you seen any of the right it's not the 60s anymore you can't just go like oh god imagine when it was the people in the 60s are probably going oh dude, don't you just miss the 50s you just miss the 40s you just miss war oh god don't you just miss it when everyone was banging covered in mud and blood and bullets and shells and all that shit no no, no like every generation Generation misses what the previous generation had in a lot of ways, or like, or you say, like, oh, at least it's not the way well, that it was. The thing is, when you look at the, when... the, uh, one second, the medicine that is available to us nowadays is a lot better as well. There mm. is always hope, Ben. All I'm saying to you is never give up hope, never give up. It is when you're down at your lowest and shittiest that you must climb, you must grab the testicles of life to clench them about your hands because that you... would hurt. Exactly, but it's some—it's it's life's testicles. It's not yours, and and you know, and some, sometimes that momentary pain relief can bring relief onto yourself. But it's—you've got to—you've just got to make sure that you try and and keep working on yourself. Never give up on yourself. Look look at the generation that we're in. Okay, our generation, millennials. Yeah. Right. When we grew up as kids, we would go out and play, wouldn't we? We'd go out to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I'd, I'd run around the fields. And then as we got older technology like completely just just went up right it advanced so far in just a few years space of time That's that true. by the time we reached our early teenage years we had msn we had facebook we had social media starting to really make us ground in in our lives and you know we went from playing outside or maybe being on our local you know, games network like an N64 or a GameCube or something like that, or a, a Super Super NES. You know, yeah. To Facebook, to Bebo, MySpace. If you remember that, oh, you know, remember you remember Bebo, those MySpace, days yeah. when we had that as kids. You know, when we became teenagers, we became then so hooked on social media, and social media has only increased as we got older. But we look at things as we look back when yeah. we were kids. We missed those used to, as sense. friends are knocking on a door saying, "Come play," you know, to come outside and play footy or something, yeah. or or to come down to the park. Whereas nowadays, 
kids are more likely to sit, sit indoors, like even the generation after us. They're yeah. more likely to sit indoors and communicate with people through online means than actually go to their fucking house, knock on their door and say, do you want to come out for a while? Do you want to come out and just chill? No, they'd rather do it at home. Yeah. They don't want to leave their house anymore. And that's the difference between our generation and the generation after us and the generation before us. Because technology moved in such a way and developed and advanced in yeah. such a fast and short period of time that not only are we a nostalgic generation, not only are we bitter as well. We're bitter for what we had as but, but then we're one of the why can't we why can't we have it though? That's my Well we can't have our cake and eat it. That's the thing. We're not allowed to have I our cake and eat you it. Can. I think you can. I, I would argue that you can. I think you always can have your cake and eat it. Like you just have to work for it or look at a different way of getting it. And it completely depends. It completely depends on your situation, on who you are. And I think that there's a lot more of a, a differentiated uh, amalgamation of different formats and ways of growing up. Mm. And I think that what you're talking about does exist. I think it does exist in a lot of places. And I think it does exist in many different scenarios. But I don't... <clears throat> I don't think it's though it's it's nearly as bad though as a lot of people say it on to be. I think there's a lot of people in the younger generation that are that are, that are well parented that are that have parents that that say like right uh, okay right that's uh, right yeah I think you've had your Nintendo Wii U or whatever it is now or like you know what have you you think you've had that on the thing for, is like, you've long got, you've got kids you out can, there who are literally breaking their own phones in order to get the new one. To try and resort to try yeah. get their parents. Like there was a video of that kid. Yeah, but then that's just bad parents. Like the video where he said on like that made bounce. the rounds on social media. The kid had an i an iPhone eight or something like that. You had an iPhone ten or iPhone X, sorry. Uh, yeah, and as eleven. The actually. iPhone eleven has now come out. Yeah. And he threatened to break his phone so that his mum would buy him a new one. Yeah. He said, "If you don't buy me a new phone, I'm going to break my old one, and then you have to buy me a new phone." They're entitled. They're entitled little shits now. Well, he feels entitled. Doesn't make him entitled. <laughs> thing is, there's more kids out there who are entitled, yeah. who feel like they're entitled to more than what life owes them. Yeah. And they're not learning how to be humble like we were. You... We learned to be humble. We learned to accept what we had. And because when we were kids, we what we had. Yeah, in a sense, that's true. But we, we were the, la we were the last generation confusion. not to have the internet as kids. Yeah. We were the last generation as little kids not to have the internet. And as we got older, dial-up came in. And then broadband, Br uh, Bluetooth, you know, all that came in. We had our Sony Walkmans, you know, we had our Sony Ericssons and whatnot. And then the iPhone came through and then everything else came through. We were the last generation when we grew up as kids within the first 10 years of our lives not to have the internet. Yeah. I remember not having a phone. I remember not having a phone. I the remember first, not having a phone. I didn't have a phone well. until I was 13 years old. Yeah, same. I didn't have a phone. Wait, until so there were kids as young as five now have iPhones. My parents, my parents, like let me have a a, a block here. I remember having a block here, but I'm like, I love that needs a 25. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> I remember having a yeah. I remember having a block here, like which I loved. I loved it so. Block here. So, you call it, it a block here. It was so simple. It never complained at me. Like, I yeah, could, but the Nokia's I could were like put bricks. it under the harshest nuclear conditions of being a schoolchild, and it never moaned at me once. Like it was so. The good. first phone I had was a Nokia thirty three ten when I was thirteen years old, and <laughs> it, had, it had a Tigger phone case on it. <laughs> the little orange bits that go down. It had a side. Tigger phone case on it. That was the first phone I ever had. Uh... My parents didn't buy me phones very often. 
because I have a habit of leaving it in my pockets, it would go in the wash. And yeah, my phone would go through that. the washing machine and break. Oh, dude, the amount of phones in my house that got broken through. I that. went through like four or five phones in that way. Yeah. You know, like, I remember that they're really bad ones, and then like, like they were, they seemed very content with it, and I was like, oh man, that's 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 rad. But I just like that the keypad, the size of the buttons was so small. I was like, how the hell can you like dictate or type or get anything down on there? I just got, and then they had like a little mouse ball thing built in. Mm. Thing like like a little clitoris built into your phone that you can like, like, move around, like and then um uh, and then and then I was like the my parents beautiful like wonderfully bought me a uh, for one of my birthdays. It was like one of the cool. I still remember it. it was, like the coolest present I ever got was a um I got a, I got a four like at that time almost like because I remember somebody having the four was huge. No, the four was like eleven twenty twelve wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was just it was just before Vine came out. Just before Vine became popular, that app, out, yeah, wasn't it? Because yeah, I remember, I, I remember right. watching Vines yes. where people still had the iPhone Thomas four, Sanders. and it had the, it had the really big sort of charging port, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. And then the iPhone five came out, which was roughly around the same time as Vine came out. So you're looking about 2011, 2012, yeah, when the right. iPhone four was out. I think yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I, I, there was like the the hype behind the four coming out was huge. I remember there was like a load of like. Mate, well, gotta go chat up an awesome time. No worries, serious. Oh, ciao, dude. Love you, Tom. Ciao, ciao. Take care, baby. Ciao, ciao. Oh, that is like now forever in prison, like in on imparted on, on that on this podcast. This will be. <laughs> I'm out of beer. I, I will. Um. Ah, right. Well, I tell you what. I will go and grab you a new one. Um, you might as well grab the other two cans. Uh, no, no. I'm going to grab. I'll, I'll grab the rest of. of, of Just grab all the rest of the beer. I'll grab the rest of it. <laughs> um. Uh. Tell. Um. Tell our uh, listeners at home what you got going on at the moment in your new channel, though. Um, yeah. Well, I was talking about, um, about my the channel I've got. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, uh, Ben's just gonna. I'll be right back in about like a minute and a half tops. So just me now. Hey, how you doing? I got full control. Full control. Gotta love it. Uh, yeah, basically, I um, I have my own channel on Twitch, so I do Twitch streaming every now and again. Uh, I've taken a hiatus from it at the moment, so Twitch streaming is not in my view right now. But I am hoping to do to come back to Twitch streaming. You know, I mean, some of you might have come through from this. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, it's just it's just a fun thing. You know, I've got a wedding coming along as well, so I do. I've got my uh, got my wedding coming up soon, which is daunting to say the least. Really daunting. Uh, but yeah, not much really to say. I must admit, I'm used to interacting with a chat. I think I'm used to really interacting with a, with a chat, which I don't really get now at the moment, I guess. But you know, I hope you're enjoying the the, the biscotti conversations. You know, the, the sound may be a bit uh, a bit dimmer than what you expected. But you know, this is early days. It's early days for the channel, so it's just getting used to it now. You know, early days for the channel. We'll, we'll get a, get a bit more. Thank you very much. And I am back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, 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 that was nothing. You didn't see anything there. Was... Almost lost it. <laughs> Almost. Almost put branding on a non-branded podcast there. <laughs> That's all right. You, I mean, you can have some sort of branding on it. You I mean, can. 
I never well, know what I I'm to, allowed. I used to stream on YouTube with, um, some with people, copyright music. You know, I used yeah, to do it. Some people get in trouble for like t-shirts and hats nowadays and shit. But like, I wanted to I put my I wanted I to put my Vans it. thing on there and. Like I remember, so, like Vans having a problem with somebody. I think like a few years ago. I'm probably going to get you, in trouble with Vans for saying done, this now. You might have done better streaming on Twitch. Oh, are you, ah, you see, I I like Periscope. I'm I'm a, a wee bit of a Periscope. Why fan. don't you stream this on Periscope? Oh, because I prefer YouTube. YouTube's my YouTube is my 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 dog and bone really. It's it's awesome. I think it's a it's because it's the only reason why I I'd go on YouTube is because it's like where I look. Like San Miguel sponsor, you know. <laughs> San Miguel is not a sponsor of this podcast, and we'd just like to do a shout out to them, thanking them very much for their uh, patronage of existence. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> patronage of existence. <laughs> Thank you for existing, San Miguel. So that we may have this glorious, bountiful. If I put up a giveaway on Twitter, people, more people will come across. I your, bet you. Got your phone out. I bet out. you if I do a giveaway. You got your phone out your on the there. podcast. Yeah, but my, I haven't touched mine throughout the entire thing, though. I don't even know what... Man, I, don't even I have, know what I have such a connection is. to my phone, you wouldn't believe. You are one with your phone, Ben. I am. I have such a connection to my phone. I'm like half one with my phone. I, I think that's where I feel myself. I'm entitled. <laughs> you know, where my, <laughs> You're I'm not part of generation. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I You're do. You're a platypus, Ben. No, I connect with Gen Z. Right? I know. I know. I. Some ways, millennials are entitled in their own right. You know. Last, last two viewers there. Perfect. We are down to zero viewers. This is this is how I like it. This is how I like it. There's nobody viewing. Nobody can see what's happening behind the curtain. Cunt. <laughs> Dude, the moment that you said that word, somebody came straight <laughs> onto the thing. They knew you were going to say it. <laughs> You, ah, oh, that was funny. Taintful man. I'm gonna have to put a parental. It's, advisory, it's, a, it's the magic word. Like thing. That Can't, is the magic word. The magic you got number. a viewer from that. Oh. You got two. You got two viewers from that. Oh, they've come back. It's going, guys. You got two viewers from that. Anyway, you uh, said to see one more from me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, uh, oh, I have a very interesting question to ask you. Okay. Though. If yeah. you were to get into any other form of art, what would it be? Game narration. Game narration. Game narration. Narratives. Game narratives. Oh, fantastic. So, like, uh, so what part of the actual creative process Write, would you Writing like the be... story. So, you want to be of part the of game. the actual story board. Writing, I'm saying. The writing, creation of the narrative. Like, well, the writing the vocal the narration of the game. So, the way you interact with different characters, with different NPCs, that I'd love to write that, you know, and write the different sort of the main storyline or something. You know the way that you interact with other characters. I'd love to get into that. Well, you know, I yeah. think that'd be really fun. I mean, I'm fantastic. I I'm, I'm doing it in sort of vocal memos right now. Okay, but um, I'm doing vocal memos in chapter by chapter for a book that I'm looking to write. One of these things is going to require a lot of editing after you've kind of compiled it, type thing. Yeah, it, yeah. It, well, cool. it'll be sort of getting the vocalized bit out of it, and like then write, and then writing it down. Yeah, like a vocal diary, okay. and then writing it down in words afterwards. Uh, basically, I've titled it "Lying: An Art Form." <laughs> okay, I'm interested. Right, in, have a picture interest. You, you have picture interest. interest. Right, yeah. Uh, continue continuity. So, the way we look at lying in its own way. Okay. So, people lie every day, right? There's mul there's millions of people out Some there more than others, every though, right? day yeah. who are telling a lie. 
whether it's a white lie or a big lie, political lie, trying to keep something away from someone lie, they're, they're lying in some way. Some are better at it than others. And others just don't know how to lie properly. Like, they can't lie yeah. at all. But the way I see it is that lying... Sometimes. I, I find it, like, I get into a situation where I'm like, I genuinely, like, try and challenge myself not to lie. Because I, like, I look at well, the way someone's behaving, and I'm like, I'm like this person you... wants wants to hear what they only want to hear. So I'm like, I'm, well, I'm going I'm I'm to not do that right now. I see lying as an, as an art form, right? Okay. I see the ability to lie as an art form. That's how I... And Benjamin, you're a dangerous man. Well, I've I've, <laughs> I've 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 learned through study how to how to at least try and do it properly. Yeah, you know how to make sure a lie can come across as truthful as okay. you can as you can make it. So, what would be uh, a, a classic a key stage example? Key stage example. What, what do you mean? Like, how do you know when someone's lying? Yeah. Yes. Um. Um. So, if you were gonna. Uh, if you yourself were going to break down for somebody what a um, what rule in front of somebody, uh, right. like, uh, well, I'll tell you what, let's take, 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 take me through a hypothesis. Okay, so you, if, you want, if you want to lie to someone, yeah. you know, you, you've got to make sure you know what you're saying first and, first and foremost. You know, because if you're going to stumble over your words, it's much easier to distinguish a lie from it because you've got to be confident in what you're saying. If you're not confident in this lie, it's going to be seen through very, very quickly because people are going to get suspicious of it. You know what I mean? The words to say, but and that can be that can be seen as a bit more suspicious. I know what you mean, absolutely. But sometimes, you know? but then I, 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 you see, I'm, I'm, I, I love my, my, love my four-dimensional chess as well. So I love things like, uh, like trying to um, trick one's opponent through uh, the guiles of deliberately making them believe that you are a fool. Is one of my like favorite type things. So, so like uh, uh, um, like when when one turns up drunk to the party, but you haven't actually had an, like you if you've had one drink, but you're just kind of, you're not putting it on, but you're just making sure that you're pushing the atmosphere a little bit harder than it needs to be, hmm. just because you want you want your surroundings to match your emotions sometimes. Yeah. So sometimes you need to put that little bit of. of facade of like uh like you're, you're you're taking it from from an eight to a ten because you're like i i'm at an eight everyone's at a six but i think this place should be a ten. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you understand what i mean like it's it's not like oh god no 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 i sound like i'm firing off on all cannons a little bit earlier but um i i, do, I don't mean it in that way um in my in my loquaciousness i may have been a little bit over presumptive of the fact but i mean uh, I mean, uh, well, I mean, I if mean, you if you if you allow me to sort yeah, of ex sorry, explain yeah, yeah. where I come from with with what I'm writing, right? One of the first things is being confident in what you say, because yeah. if you're not confident in what you say when telling a lie, it's going to be seen through very quickly. The second one is your body language. Your body language speaks volumes mm. in whatever you're saying. If you're trying to tell a lie, you got to make sure your body language matches what you're doing. You know, eye contact, for example. When people aren't, when people are trying to lie to you, they'll look away. They'll look downwards. They'll look other places. They'll look away from you. Rather than look you dead in the eye, they'll yeah. look behind you. But I think you it's know. quite an English thing as well. Sometimes is to I I when I'm listening to because I'm an I'm I'm massive musical person as well. So I I, I sit and if somebody's saying something to me that is really 
intensely important or very yeah very very important to them then i i have to sometimes i'll sit and i'll stare blankly and i'm not even using my eyes when i'm staring hmm. i i'm completely what you're saying to me right now i'm taking in a hundred percent of it but if i look at you i'll be distracted by the thought of you so I can't be distracted by that. I can't be to taken, torn, or moved at all. By well, that's that's another part of. That's so I'm just saying that's like that's something that I'm that, as a personal experience. Like you know, I, I whilst I'm saying something to you, I might be you know, looking uh, well elsewhere. But, but that, that, anyway, sorry, continue that, on. That's the part. That's the part of lying. You know, you've got to be able to make sure you hold that eye contact and you don't look, you don't look away because yeah. again, that's going to be seen. And another part of it is. But then there's the convincing yourself as well. Yeah, but another, another, another part is another part is the embellishment as well. Because uh, a lot of lies, a lot of lies will be embellished with truth. Yes, truth is then embellished to make a lie out of it. Justifying. Yeah. So I could say something to you right now, and you may not know what is part, what part of it is a lie, and what part of it is the truth. Yeah. You know, so if I was going to make a statement to you right now, which was I once got stuck in a zip line at Disneyland Paris, and people had to throw a rope to me. Try and get me off of it because I weighed I weighed not enough to be able to get me down that thing. The incline was not too steep enough, and I was above people were having dinner with a glass ceiling. Ooh, which part of that was a lie? Oh, that's really good. That's a really hard thing. For me you know, to which disagree. part of that would be a lie? You know, you don't know if it's all a lie. You don't know if it's all truth. You don't know if I've actually put a lie in there. I don't think any of it's true. You don't think any of it's true. No, I, I'm going to say none of it's true. Most of it is true. No way! Oh, Most dude, of it I'm is true. I once, I once, I once got stuck in a, I once got stuck on a zip line above a, above a glass ceiling of people having their dinner, but it wasn't at Disneyland Paris. Is that the Eden Project? Oh, dude, I love the Eden Project. The confidence in what you. Sorry, the confidence shout out what, to the Eden Project if they do end up somebody ends up listening to it. From the it, the confidence in what you say and maintaining that icon. Thinking the I thinking the the glass ceiling bit at the end was the only bit that I genuinely thought was true, and then I was like, right, maybe you put that out as a red herring to get me. No, the glass ceiling bit was true, but it was yeah. at the Eden Project. Everyone was having a dinner down in the for the glass ceiling. Well, I was actually looking down at them. Stuck up there. Yeah, I got stuck up there, dude. How many? I was like, I was like, she had to throw a rope to me to try and pull me back. Oh, so you can like. But I was I was stuck there for about oh. half an hour. While they tried to find a way to get me across, dude, that's crazy! Wow, you know, <laughs> it's like like it's like playing that game, two truths and a lie, you know. Yeah, like um, I don't know, I don't like playing things like that because I always end up like, especially if I, I don't know, if I've had a beer, I've, I'd, I don't know, if I if I'm on a public platform, one doesn't want to say a story that's a little bit too taboo and then have it. Come back and it's bite like, you it, in the it's, ass. It's like if I was going to make free. There's always people in my stories. There's always other people that want somebody knows somebody that's definitely going to be listening to the podcast. So like, I don't like too much name dropping people. But so it's, it's like if I was going to make free statements to you. Yeah. Right. You'd have to try and guess which one of them was a lie. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. You well, know. we'll do it to you. Okay. You 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 start because you're very well versed at this right now, and I'm right. Well, you've got to allow me a time to think of Damn the, it, the truth and a lie. Because that's what I'm trying you know, to you've got to allow me to think of the, the chance uh, to think of a lie and a tr uh, two two truths and a lie. You know, so it's it's taking that time to think about yeah, it. Yeah, because you want it to be something good as well. You want it to like yeah. rebound off of the other one kind of nicely, but then you also don't want to manipulate it into something that will be. 
easily interpreting as like oh. okay so like oh, do, 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 do you want to go first i'll tell you what, let's do rock paper scissors who goes first okay one two three Oh, for you didn't want to go. No, no, no. Uh, on, on three. Right. One, two, three. Oh, for, okay. I thought it was one, two, three, go. Oh, dude. Right, okay. okay. Yeah, you go first, then. Okay. Oh, God, I've got to think about ah! this. Because <laughs> um, I don't know anymore. Right. <laughs> what, what we'll do is that we'll make a statement, and you've got to tell me whether it's true or not. And I'll make three statements. Okay. You've got to tell me whether, they, whether you think they're true or not. And to wait, two of them are going to be false, and one of them is going to be true, or I don't know. It could be anything. All three of them could be true. All oh, three of them I like could that. Be true. I like that. Potluck. I love it. But all three of them could be lies. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Statement number one. I want you to referee a Fratton Park. Pardon? I used to referee a Fratton Park in Portsmouth. Portsmouth FC's home ground. I used to referee there. Uh, true. Okay. When I did the tattoo on my neck. Here, yeah, I managed to study Tolkien's original works. Uh, true, because okay, um, I once had to play a full gig on an upside down guitar. You just mentioned that earlier on the podcast. No, I said bass. Oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I once had to play a full gig on an upside down guitar. Bass sometimes, okay. Um, yeah, first um, two are true, third one's a lie. And they're all true. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. They're all yeah. true. Yeah, they're all technically true. But that was that was good though. But it's trying, it's trying to see for a lie. Yeah. And it, and yeah, those certain small bits as well that make it a truth or a lie. The, hmm. the amount of truth or the amount of lie. I've refereed there once. That is a linesman, not as natural referee. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's well, so that technically that, that was a lie. Then, yeah, it's half truth, game. half lie. Because I was a linesman, but not a referee. Okay. Uh, uh, I once um, helped to save a drunk uh, dude's life at the bottom of the stairs in a train station. True. My first one. True. Second one would be um, I once. Uh, uh, drank a pint of my own sick. False. And um, the third one would be that I um, uh, oh, I don't even know this one. Um, uh, oh, um, I. Uh, shattered my uh, collarbone during a game of rugby. True. Okay. Um, all three of them were true. <laughs> okay, so the, the second one was true. Yeah. Did... I, I can actually see that from you as well. <laughs> I can actually imagine you doing that. That's the problem. I wanted I wanted to call true on it, but I thought he's got to put in a, a false false um, somewhere in there. I've done... But no, I can imagine you drinking your own vomit. Uh, yeah. I did. Uh, look, in all honesty, I've we done. Should probably turn a light on. It's getting a bit dark. Yeah, it is a wee bit. I'll tell you what. Um... That's a bit better. Ta-da. Ta-da. Right, so... go for love, Peter Griffin. Ta-da. Okay, so the first. Um, so I. Uh, I. First time I. I have actually drunk uh, technically a pint and a half of my own. Sick. Why would. I... 
do you do drunk, that? The first, uh, the first. How drunk were you? Uh, the first, the first time was absolutely railroaded. It was, it was glorious. <laughs> right. Like, like, it was like you know it was it was a challenge to see what you wouldn't do really at the time right. like almost like especially amongst the the group that you're among where you're all kind of like you're all uh skaters or daredevils mm. and comedians and people that want to you know like crazy people there was that was that was like the the demographic of people that were at that you know that i was about at the time so uh one of the guys we were like we were doing we got up to the point of the evening where everybody's pretty squiffy mm. but you know you're not destroyed but how but... british is that word squiffy and all of a sudden somebody <laughs> goes like right it's time to it's time to get shots involved oh, so no. some oh, art no. goes straight for the top shelf and obviously me being me i was like i'm not gonna call it quits on the evening just yet so i'll tell mm. you what, i'll join you for a little bit on the top the top shelf so i joined them it didn't seem too bad at the time i was like oh, i'll do that and that and then uh you know what? Actually, I now remember. Oh, that was it. Yeah, no, it was my birthday at the time, so I was I was very picky and choosy with what I was trying to consume. And uh, they were like, "All right, okay, right, we've got one for you here." So they got me a dirty pint. Oh no! Yeah, and then they also had three, three shots, no, four shots behind it. One of them was a Malibu, and the other one was another one was just Lambrini, and then mm. there was also the classic vodka and then there was a horrible scotch right. and i hate doing shots of scotch because I, I love to sip scotch i love the i love certain things off the top shelf but i can't drink that much of it because mm. i just can't i don't know how younger me used to do it i'm always right. amazed by my younger self because i can never i can never recreate anything that mm. i've ever i've done before like i can't anyway i, I digress so i did um uh, i did two of the shots of this thing yeah along with the dirty pie so I did the whole dirty pint, smashed it. wasn't even a problem. Mm. I was like, that was easy. I'm very <laughs> drunk, <laughs> but I'm, try I'm in, I'm in deny plausible deniability. <laughs> you know, and you're just mumbling nonsense at the people around you. And then I move on to the next one. And uh, and I'm two shots in, a dirty pint down. I've had about another two shots before that. And then I've also had about six pints mm. in the evening before that. So we've gone through quite a few pubs. And... I lift this shot of Jack Daniel of, of scotch to my lips and it touched my lips. And I just thought, oh no, I can't survive. So I lifted the empty pint uh, that the dirty pint used to once reside within up to my face and emptied myself into the pint and filled it right back up beautifully, perfectly, and gorgeously right don't, to the don't top. Don't say anymore. You're going to make me feel sick. And, uh, You're going to make me feel sick. Don't <laughs> say anymore. Everybody, everybody, like, all the guys in the pub were like, were like, oh, dude, that was raw. That was raw as hell, dude. There's no way. There's no way you're going to end up, you know, ever end up doing that. And I, I, without even questioning, and I don't even know what this says about me, I grabbed the entire thing and necked my entire pint oh, of sick. Oh, man. And everybody was like, and there was no noise. It's the, the absence of noise that amazes you. You're expecting everybody to go, woo! It's the... Oh, man. Whoa! Like, I, you know. I had that once with um, a college tour I went on. Because uh, with, with college, as part of our final year exam, yeah. we did a tour of the Isle of Wight. So we played a few venues in the Isle of Wight as a tour over the course of a few days. And the last day, we, we were staying in Sandown, right? In the, in, oh, yeah. We were staying in the chalets at Sandown, oh, right? I think I 
and we all got together in one chalet for a night of just complete drunken debauchery. Naturally. Right. And there was a guy in our thing called Seb, right? Polish guy. He got absolutely bladdered, right? And you know, you get the trays that you bring out of the, the fridge. You get the trays in the fridge that you put all, the, all your veggie. Yeah. 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 I know which one yeah. you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, the, the fold out box. Thing, yeah, yeah. You know, you get like the long ones. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He had one of them like under him because he was not in a good state. <laughs> he was not in a good state. What time was it during the evening? What? So he'd oh, like, he'd like hit it early. This was like 8 30 in the evening. So he'd hit it way too he'd early. He'd hit then. it way oh, early. No, dude. Poor and play. He was sitting there just going <laughs> into it. Nursing a fridge tray. And uh. Alan, oh, Alan, <laughs> Alan, Alan the drummer. Alan. <laughs> Alan the drummer. He, he, he's, he's always egging on people. And he was like, drink it, drink it. And, you know, we're like 18, 19 at this point. You know, we don't know anything better. So we're like, drink it, drink it. And fucker. Do you want to see what happens to another human being after they digest that? Absolutely. The, the thing is, the, the fucking, science of the fucking, time. It's like lined. With like just just you can watch liquided going this liquided shit yeah, is dude. making me like feel fucking queasy <laughs> just thinking about it. It's just liquidated shit and he just picks it up, fucking wallops it down. Well, the entire thing. The entire oh, what thing. Monster. Yes, don't you dare leave me hanging. Yes. Oh, that's and glorious. we're just like, oh, you, you, you fucking that. monster. I did a pint. That's it. That is general. Thing is, I I got fifteen bottles of Stella down me that night before I threw up. I was That's the last guy. person to throw up. I was 19 at the time. I was the last person to throw up. And I just stood there like this. just like. And I went to the sink and I just sat there like that and just went. <laughs> and Alan, right, same Alan. Yeah. Right, he's like, hey, Barry's throwing up. And he comes over. He's like, take a picture. And there's, oh, and there's me. It's like. Uh, oh, dude! I hate it when people want to take pictures when you're like really. We got charged like... because Seb. Got, I stayed in the same chalet as Seb. He ended up throwing up all over the fucking chalet. Oh, dude! Right? They don't allow students back now because of because of what Seb did. They didn't allow students back now. We can't do a tour. They could. They Southdowns can't do a tour of the Isle of Wight anymore because of Seb's actions. I had to hold his head up on the fucking boat back. <laughs> I had to sit next to him and hold his head up because he he was like. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember oh, that's what he was. Just do you remember in third year our uh, house parties? Oh god, fucking hell! Did you go to the second one, the one that got out of control, which I will describe on another podcast? I'm not doing it. This I. Uh, it's a different. I story. don't know if I did actually. The second one. Uh, oh, okay. Well, with all of those, well, bear in mind all of those and everything that happened and everything that was. I think if I did, and that evolved upon. I think set. if I did go, I left quite early. Yeah, I think. you might have left early from the second one, which was the big because one, I wanted yeah. to get home because I had work the next morning. I think. Yeah, uh, like quite a few people did because I had to get up at like half four in the morning to go for work. Yeah. So I turned up for a couple of hours and then left. I bumped into our landlady from that house about four or five months ago, and she actually she said she she missed us. Right. Shout out to Mrs. Johnson. Seriously, if she ever ends up or any of her sons or anything, you are the Don. We love you. Thank you so much for looking after us. Big up, big shout out. Thank you so much. Like honestly. Anyway, continuing on. It's weird. You look like Jules from what culture? <laughs> Watch what culture and look for Jules. You look like Jules from okay. what culture. Um I'm sure you're probably very correct on this, but I mean uh 
so I bumped into her in Superdrive. Post editing, uh, bring my picture of Jules. <laughs> and she had um uh yeah, she uh, she bumped into us and she was like, um uh, with everything that had happened and she'd she'd helped us to get rid of the she helped us get rid of the police and she helped us get rid of four squad cars, or maybe it was six, and an ambulance that was turning up to us, and all sorts. Of... I want to say you're embellishing this. No, I'd love to be, but like I think I'm under embellishing compared to what she actually told me, because there's many other things that actually happened right. on the actual thing that I can't talk about just yet. But that's mainly just because I probably haven't. Yeah. Anyway, and I know, and I, 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 I digress. Though going back, going back to uh, seeing her in the. Uh, no, Probably even worse than that. Seriously, dude, it got crazy. There was there was like bottles. Hey, the house is the house probably dude, got crazy. There was all over the neighborhood, and there was like people vomiting in like all over the place. And I had to like like ferry people. There were people that didn't that weren't that didn't live at our house that were trying to turn people away from going into other people's gardens to go and vomit in other people's gardens. We had like a guy that lived on the next left hand side of us who's. Who had a who well, had a, who had a concern- baby who had a baby, and he was he was on the board of the council. But that's that new. That's for a different time. I still live in the place I mean, where this you, is happening. You so use I don't. The conservatory wanna... as like a fucking. Yes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That that's coming up on another podcast. That's like in the next like few. Right, I'm am I giving to... information away now? Yeah. Exactly. Oh like, no. You, look, you're going to be for bitch. Should I sure, release some information? I'm sure you're going to be on the next load that will end up discussing a lot of this. So I. Uh, but anyway, so I, a I, good I, thing for you to do is that if you can't get people to actually to the house, what you can do is you can do it in like a Discord server. <laughs> you know, get a Discord call with everyone, and they can have a camp. The cameras activated if they want to, and that way you can get everyone involved, and you I... can get like a multi-person podcast going. Yeah, that's a good point. But we are like the thing is that we've, we've definitely got planned to have all of the guys from the house on the podcast at some point because they've all agreed they're all like yeah 100 want to be on the well podcast. like jordan and oh jordan's coming on in like two three weeks right yeah greg's on next week girl stoner yeah, yeah greg greg's on next week jordan's on in like two three weeks and then i've got um uh jack jack wants to come on but he's just a bit like uh nervous about speaking in public the moment he gets going he'll be always speaking in public though is it he'll be amazing so long as you forget there's a screen right there. I've seen him do so many announcements in different places. He's gone, right, everyone, I want to thank you so much for coming this evening. You know, all sorts of The thing is, once you forget there's a screen right there, you don't bother about it. No, 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 absolutely. I've I've no problem because I'm I am me and there's no other me I could be. Like that's the that's the problem with me, is I can't be any other really version of myself. I can try. And I try and try and try, but I just can't. Like, I just end up being me. But anyway, just quickly to finish the story, though. Yeah, like, uh, she, I bumped into our old landlady from that era and uh, in a super dark, and she said that she missed us and that she wanted us to come back. And that apparently, our, we were legendary, was right. the word that she used. She said that our party and we were legendary, uh, uh, legends, sorry, in the neighborhood. Mm. And it just it touched me so greatly that I, I did. I, I I almost want to get her on the podcast. Like I want to ask her <laughs> if she wants to come. She wouldn't. She probably wouldn't say yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll stretch a feed out probably like in the next few months. But like, mm. it was it was incredible though, to bump into her and to have somebody that I remember. The my last memory of her is is her saying have you got everything out of the house and i'm sorry will but your white leather couch that you had in your bedroom 
needs can't have anywhere to go, so I need to take somebody with it. And I'm like, I I I I, I don't have any money, so I can't take it. With me. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, he's like, so yeah, well, I'm gonna have to have to get somebody in to remove that. And I'm like, that's absolutely fair enough. It's our bad for like my bad for hauling it up the stairs and destroying like you know half the hallway to try and get it into my bedroom pivot she, pivot i loved it though i i feel no remorse about having that white leather couch in my bedroom i loved that thing dude that was that was so dope uh man um but yeah like the like yeah we'll we'll, we'll get into that but like further down the future the further in the future we get away from those times it was the easier it is to talk about, but it's still a little bit too close, especially with regards to the sheer amount of stories that came out of that, like Andy in the car, and yeah. um, and like uh, like a Dave with the drain pipe climbing up into the room when those two lesbians had broken into Jack's bedroom, trying to bang <laughs> in his room and stuff, and then, like the, the 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 lady with epilepsy as well. Like, mm. but I'm I'm going to try and get everybody like because I want to try and do a group podcast at some point in the future where ever get everybody on. But I mean, it's it's, it's just difficult to wrangle people because everybody's got like big schedules and is doing stuff. Now, everyone's busy nowadays. Yeah, so it's hard to get people. It's fucking hard enough to get comes, you. Comes until yeah, exactly. Until you like message me and you're like you're like. Hi, so when are we doing this podcast? And I was like, fucking this weekend, dude. I'm getting you on, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so um, thank you ever so much for coming on. Again, I mean, I'm third time. But really, thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, really you have to bear with me because I really need to loo. Oh, <laughs> I tell you what, I, I tell you, 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 you go because I, I, I really need to loo. This is the problem with drinking long drinks, ladies and gentlemen, on a podcast is that it is, it is difficult. Uh, it is difficult to maintain one's bladder in uh, such a elongated situation of time. But to 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 quote a favorite podcast of mine, which is Joe Rogan, um, having somebody in front of you and having a long conversation with somebody, another human being, regardless of who they are. I mean, like I'm biased here because I basically just have a lot of my friends on. It's mostly friends, uh, quite really good acquaintances, people whose dreams and aspirations and what they do, I really believe in. And I want to help them and they want to help me and we all want to help each other be the best versions of ourselves we can be. Um, it is all about receiving the, it's the pheromones, the look, the eye contact, the v v uh, vocal tones of rate and, and ev everything. It is all of that is having the full on experience of having another human being in front of you. And of course, we're sharing a few drinks like now and then. Um, but, it, you know, that's not going to be every single podcast. It's not going to be all the time. And it's not going to be every conversation between you and the other human being. And, and, but it's so important to to have that to have an isolated moment between yeah, yeah. you hey, he's back it's so important to have i was just talking about how important it is to have an isolated moment between you and another human being where there's no there's no there's nothing else there's no crap there's no it's just it's us two right now it is raw. us two it's raw it's us two we've got a what we've got a apart the, the only existential um um inf influences or crutches is beer mm. and the fact that we've got an, a, a link directly to uh potentially lots of people so it means that we uh, what are we going to be not ourselves we're, we're like i you you and i can't choose not to be ourselves well i'm well, with with the channel that i used to run i'm used to being in front of a camera yeah, you know, so and you learn to I've just done performing arts. You, you, you learn to forget the cameras there. Exactly. Yeah. You know? So, although yeah, there's a 
fucking screen that's looking right at us, you tend to just forget about it and you yeah. just talk anyway. Yeah, because you're like, this is my this is my chance. This is this there's a certain limited amount of time in the world that we have as human beings. <laughs> just saw Ross kind of come in. He's like, nope, nope. I'm Dude, come on down. Come on down. Like, there's a certain limited amount of time that you have as a human being on the world. This is my opinion. And and, and I want to fill it with as much hilarity and happiness. I want, look, I want future generations of my kids or my kids' kids or my brother's kids, my family. I want them to look back on this and go like, oh, there's Uncle Bill. Oh, he's swearing a little bit too much that he shouldn't be having that drink. But he's looking at him. He's all, like, and all I'm doing is I'm working towards trying to make people entertained, make them laugh. I'm just make, looking forward to seeing you about the beard. Make everybody having a good time as much as possible. Uh, I just can't I'm looking to forward to seeing it. you about the beard. I can't wait to get rid of it's it. It's going to be I, funny. Yeah, I've, I, I love it. But he I'm said he wouldn't it. shave until the EP was done. Yeah. Until, our, until our EP was done. And we're about to go into the studio soon. The end of, uh, sort of mid to end of November. End of November. I think we're looking to go into it. So looking forward to him actually November is going to be a magical time for this beard and this moustache to be in existence, I'm sure. It's I probably won't get... be shaving until mid-October, depending. But I need to keep my beard on because I like my beard. I love my beard as well. Absolutely. Here's the beard. Here's the beard. Yeah, beard. <laughs> Obey the beard. Obey the beard. Respect the beard. Dive off for like one more urine session, and then I'm gonna have we're gonna have one more beer together. And then well, I'm on my last one already. Really? Yeah. Jesus, Faith and Begora, Benjamin Barry. I've gone for all four. Mr. Double Ben B. Mr. Double B. Double B. Double B. Double B. Double B. It's good. We've had like like a consistent one viewer at least. Yeah, exactly. Whoever it is, God... I don't know who it is. God Big bless up. you. God bless Big you. Up. Who you are? Got that one viewer. Like if you if you're God watching this right you now, you, you put a comment down there, and we will respond to any question that you have. God bless there, you. Because we're probably going to be God going for like you. another ten minutes, maybe, and then like maybe well, I mean fifteen, maybe at this rate. <laughs> um, yeah. I gotta I gotta jump into because I have the bladder of a schoolboy. Old like. boy. Oh, yeah. oh boy! Um, so um, go and flame flame this up. Tell the tell the beautiful people what you've got going on because because we want to hear it. Nothing. And if you say it loud enough, then I can hear it from the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to speak that loud. You should know me by now. I have control. I have control of the whole podcast. So yeah, who's that one viewer? Who is it? Come on. Speak up. Put a comment down. Who is this one viewer? Let us know. Be nice to know. It might have been easier to stream on another, another platform, maybe. But we'll like to stick to YouTube. I'd, I'd prefer Twitch myself. Prefer Twitch myself, definitely. Uh, maybe not Mixer. Maybe Facebook Live. You never know. Maybe Facebook Live, but uh, but definitely not. You know, YouTube maybe. I've I've had I had my moment on YouTube. You know, it just wasn't wasn't my thing. You know what I mean? But hey, what can you do? He's almost done in the toilet. There we go. Here he comes. Hey, Will, I've got an idea. Yes, sir. The last 10, 15 minutes or so. Oh. Just, just. Go live on Facebook. 
Oh god. Okay. So ben is, ben if is we were gonna do getting involved in some form of witchcraft on his phone here. That... So if I was to he's, I think he's trying to 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 double to dual screen. Look, look, look it's on his phone so on a podcast. To, so if I was to put the phone there, for example, and then lean on like that. He's piggybacking. Piggybacking on. So the... put the, we can put the thing like that. Go for it. Go for it. You know. yeah, turn it on. Turn it on right now. Let's get let's get multiple screen. I mean, ah! Oh, it's all uphill from here, Ben. Ah! It's all uphill from here. All right. So say we were going to go live. Go backwards, backwards hat for the for the rest of this. Because because I I couldn't consider myself. So we'd have to do it that way. As, as a little bit. So a little bit quirky. Starting the live video. Whoa! Wow! We've really. Really there run up go. on this podcast and smash this, mate. We've smashed this. We're live. There we go. We're live right now. Woo! Live on Facebook. Woo! Again. Okay. Another glorious meeting for us to be live. Last beer of the evening. Last beer of the evening. Woo! There we go. That's got all notifications popping up there. Oh. Oh, God. Oh. Thank you ever so much again, everybody, for tuning in to Biscotto Conversations to see my beautiful guest, Mr. Double B, Double yeah. Ben Barry. Ben Barry, Double B. Uh, yes, uh, he, uh, he and I have uh, been, uh, we've really shot the breeze, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've been doing it, we've been doing this for like an hour and a half already. Yeah, so. it, it doesn't feel like it. I mean, I could probably do this for probably another three hours at a stretch, maybe yeah. two, like two. Hours, I probably, I mean, I'm probably going to round off in like the next sort of like 15 to half. But um, I'm, this is, I mean, I'm, I mean, I've got you for as long as I can have you. So yeah, will, and you've got I'm me very... for as long as you know I can stay without getting the train. Basically, he's wearing a Primus shirt, yeah, which is probably one of my on. favorite bands. Big up Les Claypool. I mean, good luck, Larry Lalonde, and um, oh god, uh, Le as well, drummer. I can big up as well. Big fan. Mm. So just to let people on Facebook know as well, we are streaming on YouTube as well. Yes, we are streaming. So if you look for well. Biscotti Conversations on YouTube, we are streaming on there. If you prefer to watch from there, please go ahead and do so. But uh, but yeah, there's a lot of streaming, a lot yeah. going on right now. It's a lot of very important things. I mean, you probably can, like connect the jack up to your. Like, probably could. It's actually better quality from my phone as well. If you look. Oh, you can. It's probably better quality from my phone. Definitely better quality from from your phone. Well, yeah, you can stream 1080p from the phone. I finally got like the 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 ratio aspect of like my this because I want less of me in it mm. and I want more of my guest because I want the right. guest to be the now, the way I see it is that you got to have like, equal for the for the host and the guest. You know, you got to have it equal. The way on, I see on it, on way. on vocals definitely, but I think the, the the host should have ever so slightly less. I mean, just ever so slightly, not that much. Oh, less, looks but... like my sister-in-law's uh, watching Jenna Gary. Hey, Jenna. What's up, Jenna? <laughs> my sister-in-law. Well, right future sister-in-law. Well, you got you got you got five mm -hmm. five five viewers. Yeah. See, that's oh, what happens with Facebook. You know, you get every so often you get like a few viewers yeah. coming in. You know what I mean? Because it's like people are like on their phone. I'm not sure how much they can the hear time. because it's not obviously coming through the through the mic. Dude, two percent of your audience are on the shitter right now. They're just like on the <laughs> toilet, just going like, "Oh, look at this! Look at these two wankers scrolling through, just talking about nothing, talking about yeah. Led Zeppelin." Versus... Oh, you got my cousin watching, Gemma. Oh. Hi, Gemma. Hey, yeah, what's happening, Gem? Coming to your engagement party, by the um, way. Her engagement party is on uh, on Friday, so I'm going to be going to that. 
Oh, uh, we booked a hotel for the night as well. Never finished though. We did the percussion section, but going back to what we're talking about about an hour ago. I can't think of guitarists and vocalists. Guitarists and vocalists. Guitarists and vocalists. I demand out of you. You're on. You're on Biscotti Conversations podcast. I demand that you finish off your lineup. I can't. Contemporary. Just what you're feeling right now. What you're feeling right Uh, now. Guitarist Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Yeah. Dave Grohl guitarist. Not the drummer. I mean, not the drummer, guitarist. All oh, right, so right now you've got Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich, yes. I've got Chuck Rainey. Chuck Rainey. I've got Dave Grohl on guitar. Dave Grohl on guitar. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I love Dave Grohl. I think he's awesome, but I would never choose as a, what as like an all round lead rhythm guitarist. Yeah, just like an all round guitarist. Because Dave Grohl is awesome, I will. I will not. I will not fight you on this decision. Hmm. Okay, right now going on to lead singer. Lee Singer. Oh, fuck me. Um, Don't don't worry about the cameras. The camera cameras, they will always be there. I'm going to go out there. Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. Oh, dude, I got to tell you the funniest thing. I got to tell you the funniest thing I found out recently about, uh, like, about not about Elvis Presley, but uh, about this guy. Can hear everything. I bet you can. Okay, so there's this guy I work with. And he's he's really funny, but he's like the driest guy. He's right. like so dry, like and it. Okay, so I mentioned I mentioned uh, I like uh, I was we were talking about music at work and mm. what we play. Uh, I said I said right, what if we had what if we had a little, little little bit of this on? And I and I mentioned Elvis, and I was like, what if we had a little bit of Elvis on? Let's put a little bit of Elvis. And he just goes, he just looks at me and deadpan just goes, he goes, odd oh, mate. My dad hates Elvis. <laughs> and I was right. like, what? I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, what? And he just goes, he goes, yeah, yeah, my dad, my dad hates Elvis. And I was like, what? Like, right. why? And, and he was like, he's like, oh, oh yeah, no, no, he just hates Elvis. And he hates Elvis for like no proper reason. So it's <laughs> like, it's funny to everybody what, but what him. What's Jen saying? Why are you? Sorry, looking forward to a good, uh, I can't see what the thing is this time. I'm worried. Rowan said hi. Hi, Rowan. Yeah, so Click on the bubble if you want to get rid of it. To a good Why am I giving him advice here about what to do to on the correct podcasting? Yeah. I mean, what's what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen? What do you mean? <laughs> we're we're drawing it up. Drawing it up. <laughs> There's so much going on. Yeah, but okay. It's more coming from Facebook. Yeah. All right, look, let, anyway, let, let me finish. Anyway, I found out like, his my like this guy's dad hates Elvis Presley so right. much that when he's driving and Elvis comes on the radio, he physically he smashes his radio and says, "Turn off Elvis Presley." <laughs> like his, so like his Jeez, DAB did. person. I was so impressed. I was like, I was like, wow. I love like, I just love like their charisma. And like the guy interrupts me. He goes, "Where?" All right. So, and this is like the guy's son. And he goes, "All right. So once a year, every every single year, every single year." He's like, he says, "I buy him Elvis memorabilia." <laughs> so he buys him yeah. like a big mini Elvis, like something like that. But like, if you're looking online, you can see this, but like, if you're like listening, it's like, uh, so, you know, the, you know, the pills, like not the pills, those little chefs that you can see outside of um, convenience stores that that enable one to know that the shop provides hot food, basically. And it holds a little sign going, these are the pricing indexes of what we afford. Yeah. So he bought his dad one of those. 
and um, and his dad apparently held it, and it cost him like thirty five quid. And his dad just held him straight in the bin. And his dad was like, just like smashed his elvis and just held it in the bin. And it could have been part of like some like eighties memorabilia weird selection that was made once that was like never recreated. It could genuinely. But you know, like these private could have been one of those like prime collectibilities, yeah, exactly. you know. Like, and I just thought it was one of the funniest things I'd ever heard. I couldn't stop laughing. Once he was telling me this, I nearly fell adjacent to my cart in the warehouse. I was like, I, I couldn't stop laughing at like, yeah. the fact that this guy's dad hated Elvis so much. He physically assaulted his radio to prevent <laughs> Elvis from coming onto it. I just thought it was brilliant. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah. Like, do you know anything like that? Like, I mean, if you choose, Ooh, no, fair enough. I don't. So it's my cousin. Oh right. Oh. What? What? Talking about Elvis or? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know it. Talking about Elvis. Elvis. Okay, right. I'm moving on. I'm talking about Elvis. Oh, I've got Ruby watching. Okay. It's funny people scrolling through Facebook and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, someone's live. Hello, someone's live." I never. And it's like, "Ah, oh, don't, don't bother. Scroll back through again." Dude, Beck is going to tune in. She's like, when are you? No, home? she's. she's... <laughs> No, at this, at, this, at this point, she's going to be like within the, the, the christening bit. So she's not going to tune in. Yeah. Oh, no, she's going to be in a church. I would. If I was in a church, she'd she's going to be in a church. Like, what? Me, not, she's not going to tune into fucking Facebook, is she? You know, this is, this is my time. This is my time to shine. My time you about are shining. Her. You're shining beautifully, Ben. You're, shine you're, a light you're, on him. I thought you were doing um, uh, you're a Black Keys fan, aren't you? Hmm. Have you heard the most recent album? No. Oh, it's brilliant. You love it. It's really heavy. Right. And they do uh they do uh my favorite song, first song on the album, kicking off the entire thing, Shine a Little Light. Shine a Little Light is absolute absolute banger. I have right. it appearing on most of my rock and roll playlists, most of my attitude adjustment, no surrender, gym playlist that I'm like, right, I've got to listen to that, I've got to make mm. sure this happens. Anything I want to get pumped on. Yeah. And it's like it's a contemporary piece of music and they've beautifully edited it as well sorry not edited uh produced they've produced it wonderfully somebody has sat down there and has gone like right i need this little bit of guitar to appear right and it is magnificent it is mm -hmm. i i love it it's so good and uh, just listening to like this um to their new album though is fantastic yeah. they do the whole album is really good but this first like, shine a little light is my is like clo closely encroaching upon being my top five black key songs I've ever mm -hmm. heard them do. And that's from their new album this year, 2019. Yeah. Big them up. If any of them end ever end up listening, like Jesus, like, please keep going. Please like, don't give into the record companies. They were talking about this on black keys were on Joe Rogan recently. And they were talking about like the whole, like what happens like during like the, the when you're uploading the Spotify, yeah, yeah but yeah, when yeah. you're that size and what cuts they take, and yeah, also, you know, like not when you're our size, you know, when we're about to even kind of climb into the game, yeah, like, you know, when, yeah, yeah. when you're the black key size and the cuts mm -hmm. they start making and everything like that, and it's incredible to listen to them talking about because the, the the drummer is one of the funniest people I've ever heard in the music industry <laughs> talking about because he just doesn't, he's like just he's. He, like he's like he's like. Uh, I saw he, a bird more in this conversation than I have any time. You have. Time. I've never. I've been. At, I've been at pubs before with you when we've been in loud beer gardens, and I've never heard you. But did you come out for my twenty fifth when I did the uh, the beer coaster thing? Well, I was in... flipping beer coasters and trying to catch him. Yeah, I managed to fucking get it. Maybe I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Um, uh, but yeah, like um, like but. 
if you listen to them talking about it though, it's it's it's, it's so good. Yeah, you'd, you'd you'd love it as a podcast. I'm I'm incredibly flatulent. Inverted flatulent. flatulent as well. Yeah. Flatulent's meant to be farting, I'm pretty sure. So I'm like passing it on as both any form of gastrointestinal, which is going up, i.e. burping or down farting. So I, the I, thing is with working in travel insurance, I can kind of you know, know the distance between gastrointestinal to gastro lung. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because yeah. trap tear in the lung is different to trap tear in the, uh, yeah. in the intestines. Absolutely. Like trap tear in the lung is arguably it, it had to rise or it couldn't make it all of its way down. Or the trap tear in the ass is stuff that's made it all of its way down and it's slowly fermented into. Mm. Well, I don't know. Like, I can't believe we got to the conversation of this. What are we talking about? We're talking about like. Uh... You wanted me to do guitarist and vocalist. Right. You? And you have done guitarist, which is Dave Groz. You've got Dave Grohl, Chuck Rainey, and Buddy Rich. What is your final measure? So. On the last bit of this, oh, on the last bit gosh. of the podcast, let's have um, almost almost our finisher. Clench it. I'll tell you what, we can take it up to probably 50 minutes. 50 minutes, probably. Oh, God. One uh, hour, 50 minutes. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What you got, Ben? What you got, Ben? I have as a vocalist. What you got, Ben? What you got? What you got? We're talking about Roger Daltrey. Robert I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go out of the way. I'm going to say Aretha Franklin. Oh, what choice. Yes. Aretha Franklin. Oh, you better think, think, think about what you're trying to do with me. I've, Yes. R-E-S-B-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-B-E-C-T. Oh, dude, cheers the shit. I've been listening to loads of her, like, old, like, original. You can go out of the way and say Aretha Franklin, yeah. Dude, I've listened to loads of her. That is a great choice. Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. Right. So, your ideal band would be Aretha Franklin, backed up by Dave Grohl on guitar, uh, with Chuck Rainey on bass, and and Buddy Rich on Rich on drums, who like monsters. All Special of guest appearance by Stevie Wonder on piano. Oh, you put another instrument in there. I love that. Oh. I'm the Stevie or Ray. I was gonna say, yeah, either of the blind dudes. Like, yeah, I've 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 those two on on piano as well. Just as like, <laughs> like, an accompanying piece, you know, at some point within the set. That's that's yeah. very respectful. I like that. But Definitely. yeah, that, that 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 is very good. Like I've I've been listening to. So and if much. it was going to go a bit heavier, then Jack, then um, Aretha can take a side step. We put in Janis Joplin. Oh, oh. And we go a bit heavier. We go with Janis Joplin. Like from maybe one song. Bobby McGee. With, yeah, we go with Janis Joplin after once for like a one song special. Either Bobby McGee or um. Are we from oh. Amy Winehouse? Oh, dude. Oh, don't get me started, Amy. Oh, my God. That's almost like even for a whole, like, just even bringing her up as a topic is like a whole other podcast, like, of discussion. The thing is, we could do multiple you, podcasts together just discussing you, different things. When are you coming on next? That's the big question, right? I mean, Whenever like, you want me on next. Like, can, let's, we, we can make this like a, 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 like a semi-permanent thing. So like, after a jam <laughs> session, we'll come over and we'll do a podcast. Dude. And we'll just discuss different things. <laughs> we can make it like a semi-permanent thing. Dude, I would love to do that. I honestly would love to do that. That's why we need to do one before November, like in October. Because it's, I mean, we're still in September. It's still early days. It's glorious. And Mate, we, I don't we know how we've reached September. To... Neither do I. I don't know how <laughs> we've reached <laughs> September. Fucking... It's it's still fucking April for me. You know, <laughs> the way the year's gone is still bloody April to me. I don't believe we're almost in October. You know, uh, I think I'm getting married like in less than six months. 
ladies and gentlemen, Benjamin Berry is getting married next year, and it's going to be fucking cool because I am a bridesman. <laughs> yeah, well, groomsman, not groom, groomswoman. <laughs> I'm a groomswoman. <laughs> I'm transitioning. You don't understand. It's very important. By the way, I need to let you know about the uh, sizing, which is going to happen next year. Is it February. February, I'm going out for suit measuring. Or something. February, we're doing the uh, the fittings. I can't wait. So we're we're doing the. I'll make, I'll make sure. We're I'm... doing myself, <laughs> best man, and groomsman on one fitting, and then we're doing the dads, the usher, and Gaz, who's the bridesman, on another fitting. So we're getting all that sorted. But I think we can make this a semi permanent fixture. Absolutely. Is that after a jam it. session, I'll come round. We'll come round and we'll do a podcast. I'll come round and, and we'll do a podcast. podcast. Yeah, and we'll we'll just... do, we got we got a spare mic that you've given me now as well, so I can literally yeah, exactly. a person. We can get guests. And, and you know, well. uh, we can get it through your through your YouTube. I can get it through Facebook. Absolutely. You know. This is this is fantastic. This is exactly this set, is so set it good. Up. Like wow, thank you. you know. <laughs> I've got I've got my Twitter, you know, we can always put it out on there. Yeah. This is awesome. We've we've sat through maybe next time I can bits. do a giveaway and we'll get like dude, oh. ten times as many viewers, you know. Because oh, of because of giveaway. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I can't wait to upload this and have people enjoy it and sit and listen the to it. The thing is we could sit here for hours. Yeah, like that. We could legitimately sit here for like three or four hours and just chat shit. I really could. That's I, like, all we could no, do. I've no limitations on what I can chat to like especially you about like anything really mm. like you you are you're such a we can chat shit to a, a magnificent degree yeah you, like, you can just talk about rubbish and and it doesn't it doesn't matter if we're right or wrong about any of the things but we've yeah we've 100 percent got opinions on like everything yeah. that's ever been made like, uh, like we have opinions about everything and yeah. it's just sort of seeing how those opinions go i think i think we can see this as kind of like a trial period yeah, this is this is definitely this is for me as well uh, for Biscotti conversations. This is the first time that we've ever had uh, two two mics. working microphones. So, yeah. and I would just love as well, just quickly, like to thank every single person for listening to this. Well, if you you know you like this is your first time with us. Thank you so much for and you on Facebook with us. as well and for and, and for you on Facebook. Are you coming a bit late? Facebook. Thank you so much. Hijacking, hijacking my podcast. I've got to do what I need to do. All right, but I I would not begrudge it, and I would prefer it if more people hijack. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I think we're gonna probably round it off there. We're gonna and round it off there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but thank you ever so much. I think and this thing will become a permanent fixture. Almost. He's gonna be probably on again in October. October most likely, which is all going to be next in the studio, which is just down the road from there, which is working on our album, which should be out in uh, late November, December. Uh, December time. December, December January December, time. December, January, and it's going to be uh, labelled as probably 2019 and it's creation and release date and whatnot, but it probably might be a 2020 article on its perfection. Uh, I Thank you ever so much for everybody for tuning in and oh, listening. You guys have been awesome. Time. I am the captain now. <laughs> oh, Jordan so Stoner. Much. We're going for the Facebook. Oh, Jordan, Jordan. Jordan. Oh, Jordan is coming on um, uh, in probably around three to four weeks. We're gonna get. Like we're gonna get that gentleman on, and he's gonna talk about his beautiful art, which is here. It's beautiful. Like, oh, I, like there we go. Uh, those of you who are viewing through YouTube, YouTube, 
Um, and on Benjamin's phone, I'm going to kid. Oh, you fucking dropped the phone. What, ah! are you <laughs> what have you done? I have kidnapped your phone. There we go. Look at that. Beautiful. I don't even You've hijacked my phone. I don't. I, I don't even need to say much about it because it's fantastic. <laughs> hijacked my phone. Glorious. Well, this has been a multimedia session, and thank you ever so much, Ben, for coming on. He said, "Ah, livery, livery cards." There you go. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Yeah, you think about, you, you think about your sure. space on this podcast next time you, <laughs> you come on. Yeah. Thank you so. We'll much, do this mate. again very soon. Thank you very much for coming. I might on. go on live more on uh, on Facebook more often. You know, so you should do it, mate. You've got such a great like um, uh, I don't even know like ethos for live because you are you. There's no. I'm even, u- I'm used to a live even atmosphere. Even on a recorded, so. you're going to be exactly the same as you are on live. So it oh doesn't yeah. Matter. So um, <laughs> you moved your mic. <laughs> I've right been I've there. been chatting while there's no. Like, <laughs> I know. Thank you guys. Anyway, right. Thank you so much. Thank you for watching Ciao. YouTube. Um, I guess we move it over.